Support for this podcast comes from Taylor. With the Taylor app, chat with a personal stylist for free. It's fashion advice from a pro, all at your fingertips. Don't know what to buy to wear to that wedding or need ideas for how to style what's already in your closet? A Taylor stylist is ready to help. Go to taylorstylist.com slash Melanie to download for free today. That's T-A-I-L-O-R stylist.com slash Melanie. One more time, that's taylorstylist.com slash Melanie. I'm going to get money, money, here they stay. I'm going to get money, money, here they stay. I'm going to get money, money, here they stay. Melly Minosha. money, here they stay. She got the word on the street, be caterers on the beat. Got so juice, I'm on the edge of my seat. From the worldwide news, anything you want to know. You're now tuned in to the Melly Minosha Show. It's the Melly Minosha Show. It's the Melly Minosha Show. You're now listening to the Melly Minosha Show. You are listening to episode 64 of the Melanie Minot Show. Coming up, I'll tell you what you may need to look out for if you're planning a trip to New York anytime soon. I am <laughs> really glad, actually, that this was not a thing when I was just up there because I am terrified of this one thing. And now there's a warning out about them in New York. So that is on the way. Michael Kors fans get ready to see some major changes from the fashion brand. I'll break down why. And we can't seem to make it one episode without talking about Taco Bell. Oh, I thought you were going to say Australia. I know, I know. But no, lately it's been Taco Bell. Taco Bell just keeps getting brought up again and again. And I'm telling you guys, you're not going to want to miss this news. It's honestly... Too good to be true, but I did some research, and the announcement was just made, and it is true. I'm freaking out about it. All right. Very exciting stuff. Plus, I came up with a new fun game. I want to put my bro host to the test. I'm going to list off Kickstarter campaigns, mm. and then, Michael, you are going to have to guess if these are real compa- real Kickstarter campaigns, yeah. and if they've reached their goal, or if I totally made them up. I feel like I'm going to be pretty good at this. You do? Yeah. I watch Shark Tank. I know what's up. Okay, but you would be surprised. And I told you that phone... People uh, try to do Kickstarters for. Yeah, that phone toilet thing that you had. The toilet paper phone holder. Yes. I said it was so stupid. But it was real. Yeah, I know, but they didn't get to their goal. They did not get to their goal. Called it. It'll be interesting. Listeners, of course, you're going to want to play along. That is on the way. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as you may have noticed, today's show started off a little different than normal. And that's because we have an advertiser, everybody. The podcast that did. Yeah, the podcast that is doing it, people. I want to give lots of love to the awesome app called Taylor. It's an app that puts a personal stylist at your fingertips. It's exactly what it sounds like. So you know how normally if you're trying to figure out your outfit, okay, maybe not you, Michael, but you could totally use this app. Well, I just text it to you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But instead of texting it to me, because I was going to say you just text your friend, but I can't picture texting your roommate asking for fashion advice. So my bro host usually just texts me and then he goes, which socks, which shoes, which tie, and then I'll decide for him. Well, now you can just download the Taylor app, T-A-I-L-O-R, and it's a stylist right at your fingertips. Instead of bothering me, Mike, you mm-hmm. can just use the app, upload the picture, and then a stylist will be assigned to you and will give you fashion advice. That's so if you sweet. can't, yeah, it's super sweet. If you can't decide what to wear to a wedding, you have a hot date with Molly and you need <laughs> some help deciding uh-huh. on what to wear, 
you can just download the app and get help right there. To find out more, go to Taylor Stylist. That's T-A-I-L-O-R stylist.com forward slash Melanie, M-E-L-A-N-I-E. MTV began announcing this year's Video Music Award nominations on Instagram live today. This is a first for them. And along with the nominations came some other announcements of changes. If you remember at the MTV Movie and TV Awards, MTV decided to get away from the gender-specific categories. Mm -hmm. So there was no best male or best female actor. Instead, it was just best actor. Okay. And They're they, not calling it best actress? No. Or is it best actor or actress? Well, actor... It can best describe <laughs> can describe an actor or actress. So okay. it's just, yeah, best star of the movie, if you will. Now they're doing the same for the MTV Music Awards. They're combining the best female video and the best male video into artist of the year. Okay. And then they are also adding best fight against the system to celebrate sticking it to the man, basically, <laughs> yeah. which there's a bunch of independent artists that are... Mm -hmm nominated this year for that category starting today july 25th fans can cast their votes online for eight of the categories and then best new artist you can vote by tweeting at mtv starting on august 18th so you can go on twitter which i feel like how is that accurate um, that's gonna be so hard to tabulate well they have if you there i'm assuming there's a hashtag and then they can populate that hashtag and then get the votes based off of that. Well, they haven't announced the hashtag yet. They oh. just said that you'll be able to direct message at MTV on Twitter. Ooh. That's a lot. Of, talk about sliding into the DM. <laughs> that is a lot of direct messages on it's Twitter. It's definitely going to be automated. There's no way someone's actually reading it. It's going to be automated. I'm with you. There has to be. The top two artists will be revealed during the pre-show, followed by, to your point, Mike, a live hashtag vote. So I guess they'll announce the live hashtag after yeah. they've already narrowed it down to two. And then nominees for Best Song of Summer are going to be announced at a later date since we're still in the middle of summer. So if they took away half of the categories, because you're not doing male and female, mm -hmm. then what do they replace it with? Nothing? It's just half the show? Well, be good. it's only half as long. <laughs> there weren't that many gender specific categories. It was really just male video of the year, best female video of the year. Oh. It wasn't like best female director of the year. It, there's well, just best director of the year. It's not like best new female artist or is it just? It's just best new artist. And it's actually been that way. Oh. So they're not eliminating nearly as many categories as you would think that they would be by getting rid of the gender specific roles. Yeah. Instead, though, they did introduce the best fight against the system. So by deleting one of them, they were able to add that in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, video of the year, in case you were curious, who's nominated Kendrick Lamar for Humble, Bruno Mars for 24 Karat Magic, Alessia Cara, Scars to Your Beautiful, DJ Khaled and Rihanna, and Bryson Tiller with Wild Thoughts, and then The Weekend Reminder. The weekend's nominated a ton, as well as Kendrick Lamar, Ed Sheeran, Bruno Mars, Ariana Grande, a lot of the typical people that you would think would be nominated. Yeah, I don't like Kendrick Lamar. I don't. I don't care. Really? Everyone loves him, and I'm not afraid to say I do not like him. Like I hit skip when he comes on my Pandora. Really? I like his voice. I hate him. He's, I like his voice. I like his flow. I know. So that part is good. But if you listen to anything he says, they're just words that rhyme together. They don't make 
any sense whatsoever. Like he's not saying anything ever. They're just words that rhyme together. Okay. If that makes any sense. You're talking to someone whose favorite song is still Despacito, (laughs) and I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Oh, that's true. But I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, Kendrick Lamar's best lyricist ever. And But you listen to what he's saying. If you wrote it down, you'd be like, this isn't even, this makes no sense. None of it. Well, now I'm going to have to actually listen to what the heck he's saying. Just listen to like three sentences, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, no, this doesn't make any sense. But it sounds good together, so it works out. I feel like Brian has pointed that out before, saying, what the hell are you listening to? What is this guy even saying? And I'm pretty sure it was Kendrick Lamar's song. (laughs) Probably, because he doesn't say anything. Our sister got us on Kendrick Lamar, or got me on it anyway. Yeah, She listened to a couple of the songs in my car, and I was thinking, you know what? I kind of like this guy. I used to like him back in the day when he that song Swimming Pools, that song was really good. Um, humble. Oh, back in the day. Oh, how hipster of you. Now oh, that he's mainstream. Okay, Swimming Pools was probably five years ago now. So oh, even more hipster. Okay. Anyway, Humble is what threw me off. Humble, I was just like, all right, I'm not going to listen to you sing a song about, about being, humble. being humble when this song is clearly not. Which my, is like the whole point, whatever, but still. That, my that favorite song like part of the... Be Humble song or the Humble song mm-hmm. was the video of Justin Bieber standing up when everyone else was sitting down at a basketball <laughs> game and TMZ caught it and he was rapping along to the words sit of humble. humble and it's sit down and all Justin Bieber is doing yeah. is standing up and having everyone pay oh. attention to him. Yeah, I've Justin. got lots of Justin Bieber news on the way as well. All right. The MTV VMAs will air Sunday, August 27th at 8 p.m., and that is Eastern Standard Time. There's a pot shop in Gardner, Maine, that is offering up residents a free bag of pot in exchange for them picking up some trash around the community. This seems like a nice little exchange they got going on. Dennis Meehan, he's the owner of Summit Medical Marijuana, Marijuana rather, in Gardner, Maine, told USA Today that if residents bring a full bag of trash, that they will gift them with a full bag of cannabis. Obviously, it's going to be a large trash bag of trash, whereas I'm sure you're getting a much smaller (laughs) bag of weed. You're not going to get a trash bag full of weed by any means, but still, it's pretty freaking smart. They said that they got the idea by a campaign that was going on out out in Colorado. Once Colorado legalized marijuana for recreational use, some other marijuana dispensaries Mm -hmm. decided that this would be a good idea to help clean up Colorado and kind of help with the stigma that weed has. Because then people in the community that maybe didn't support it were saying, Oh, look at these potheads. They're cleaning up our (laughs) town. They're not too shabby. (laughs) And that was the whole idea behind it. And now that it has been legalized in Maine, they can do it recreationally, which I didn't know that until I saw this article. They decided to put this in place. And already they're saying that a few dozen people have turned in trash bags for their weed. They're calling it trash weed. Um, yeah, Which doesn't gonna, sound too appealing. I was going to say, it, it's probably trash weed. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like how they can afford to give it away. <laughs> seeds and stems yeah. and all this stuff that they can't actually uh-huh. use at the dispensary. Yeah, exactly. There you go. They said, of course, recipients of the trash weed have to be at least 21 years of age or older. So nice try, you little high schoolers <laughs> trying to go do your little exchange. Thanks for motivating some potheads out there. That's true. 
Pretty like, impressive. Yo, man, I don't get paid for another two weeks. I'm thinking we should just go pick up some trash. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad idea, right? I mean, it would suck in Florida. You'd have to give me a big old bag. It's Ooh, too hot out here. It'd be super hot. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> if I was a huge fan of smoking weed, <laughs> then absolutely, I'm sure it'd be worth it. But this is this is not for me. But I see what they're doing. And I applaud them. It's a cool way to clean up the neighborhood. They need to monitor these people because this, hopefully they're not doing this, but when I was a kid at summer camp, uh-huh. we were given popsicles for picking up trash. So it's a very similar concept. Motivate kids, clean up trash, get a popsicle. Yes. So Only now adults, they... Clean up trash. Yeah, weed. Right. exactly. So same deal, just fast forward, I don't know, 20 some years. And I, the, one of the kids that I was with, he's like, just grab a handful out of the trash can. Oh, stop it. And I Are was you like, you're me? a genius because the bus was about to leave. So I got back to the bus late, me and him. And so we only had two minutes to come oh back with a whole gosh. handful of trash. You guys are freaking terrible. So he was like, dude, just grab it out of the trash can. I was like, br- br- brilliant. Okay. First of all, <laughs> I mean, you're it a is, genius. It is brilliant, but is it? Am I... It wasn't brilliant because I got caught. You did? <laughs> yes. They saw me do it. So then when I <laughs> came back, what? not you only did I it. not get a popsicle, I got in trouble and they made me like sit in the back of the bus just <gasps> by myself. Busted. Yeah. That was a rough one. And you learned your lesson. Mm-hmm. So, and hopefully someone's watching these people so they don't just go take a handful of trash out of the trash can and then bring it next door. It's just crazy to me <laughs> that your brain and that your friend's brain automatically goes to that. I would never think of that. I didn't. I was running around frantically trying to pick stuff up. And he's like, you're an idiot. Just do this. Okay, just well, like, the, the fact that can. people are able to think outside the box like that and think, well, why don't we just take trash out of the trash can? Or the Mainers up there, mm-hmm. they could just, oh, instead of taking my trash out here's to the dumpster, my here's <laughs> my garbage. Exactly. But I wouldn't even think about that. I'm so naive. And I always just think everyone's being honest. These are honest potheads. Yep. They just cleaned up all the trash out it on the beach mm-hmm. and they're just bringing it in. Oh, man. You ruined it. I feel like people are definitely doing that. Well, if they listen to this, they're probably going to try. Probably. That story, by the way, was the perfect segue into this one because something tells me those Mainers turning in trash, they're going to want to take advantage of this. Taco Bell and the ride-hailing company Lyft, Inc., have now partnered together Mm -hmm. to introduce, drumroll please, Taco Mode. It is now an option in which passengers that are using Lyft to get a ride can get into a taco-themed car that will make a late-night pit stop at a nearby Taco Bell. And don't worry, it auto-calculates your nearest Taco Bell with you. Less thinking for the drunk people taking (laughs) the lifts. The company announced this just a few hours ago, so you're hearing it here first. Marissa Talberg, the chief marketing officer at Taco Bell Corporation, said in a press release just a couple hours ago that they realized how many people were asking their Lyft drivers to make a pit stop at Taco Bell. They said that they've seen this so many times that they realized there were often drivers who didn't even know it was possible. They didn't know that you could ask a Lyft driver to then stop somewhere along the way. Oh, everybody knows that. I mean, all my friends know that because we've all done it before. <laughs> yeah. And same with Ubers. But yeah, you can totally make an Uber driver go through the Taco Bell. I mean, you can ask them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and they they always them, will. Even though it was would be a major bummer for the Uber driver because you 
if you when the Uber's just sitting around waiting and not moving, yeah, it's only like ten cents a minute. So they're just sitting in that line, just not making any money. Oh, damn! It's not like a t- it's not like a taxi where the if you're not moving fast enough, the time kind of right. The makes meter's up still going. It. Yeah, the, it doesn't. It's not all that on I know. distance. Yeah, it's on. It's based. It's mostly based on distance. More than probably ninety percent of the fare. So if you were to sit in the Taco Bell line, I'd be pissed if I was an Uber driver. See, something tells me that Lyft has gotten smart, and that's why you get to select the taco mode option. Yeah, they probably so it probably changes it. Bucks. Yeah, it probably <laughs> charges you an extra couple of bucks, or it runs a meter while they're sitting there idle in the Taco Bell line. I'm not sure, but this taco mode option is going to be tested in Orange County, California, from July 27th until July 29th. And then they're going to check it out, revise it, see how it did. And then they're going to redo it August 3rd to August 5th. And the hours, of course, that they're going to be running the taco mode is between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m. Genius. 2 a.m. That's not late enough. You think? We're open until 3 here. I need that thing going until 3.30. In California, they must stop at 2 a.m. then, in Orange Mm -hmm. County at least. Yeah, probably. Because if not, they're going to need to extend those hours. Yes, That's going to need to go till 4 a.m. Or they're trying to avoid the real drunkies. For sure. Yeah, or they're trying <laughs> to avoid that. Passengers can also select from a custom in-car menu, which means that they could possibly already have your food when they come pick you up. See, now that would be next level. That would, is so next that's level. That's the only time I would actually do it. I would pay more if I didn't have to wait in the line, too. Absolutely. If you can just pull up to your designated Lyft or Uber parking space and then they they just come right out Mm, that'd be awesome now you're using your noggin the two companies plan to add more markets by the end of the year and then they're going to roll it out nationwide in 2018 and in related news this is true yum brands who owns taco bell their stock went up today the same day as this (laughs) announcement well that makes sense they're about to do some business yeah they are Michael Kors is getting ready to get a major overhaul. The fashion company agreed to buy shoemaker Jimmy Choo for $1.2 billion. That's a lot of shoes. Wait, shoes. That is a lot of shoes. It's Dang. a ton. I never knew. I would have never thought he was worth that much. He, she, whoever it is, Michael Jimmy Kors. Choo. No, Jimmy oh, Choo. Oh, Jimmy Choo. Yeah. Or Michael Kors. Either one. How the hell did they get oh, that yeah, money? Oh, yeah. Michael Kors is freaking loaded. That company is huge. Yeah, but I didn't think billions. I mean, you're talking lipsticks and shoes oh, and guess. purses and everything. It's a whole entire fashion brand. But they weren't doing so hot lately, similar to the story we talked about a few months ago involving Coach. Remember, Coach Mm -hmm. wasn't really getting the millennial crowd that they wanted like they used to. And so they bought Kate Spade, which appealed more to millennials. That's the same type of thing with Michael Kors. They weren't getting as much attention from millennials and they wanted to get in, I guess, with a higher brand, the Jimmy watches. I don't know anyone that can afford Jimmy Choo's currently, oh, yeah, I don't exactly. think. Michael Kors has announced plans to close up 125 full-priced stores, and then they're going to redo the rest of the remaining brick-and-mortar stores, just completely revamp them. It's going to look a lot more high-end, a lot more Jimmy Choo-like, and of course, I'm sure we'll see a lot more shoes in the brick-and-mortar stores. Since a lot of our listeners live in D.C. and New York, I had to share this with you guys. Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk said that the U.S. government has given him a verbal agreement that he can move forward with building an underground hyperloop from New York City to D.C. 
See, that the Hyperloop thing is going to be awesome. We talked about the Hyperloop yeah. in a past episode, uh-huh. but it wasn't from New York to DC, was it? I thought it was no, from They put they put out something um so he put out he put out the idea and said everyone design it. Whoever comes to me with the best design will build it. Okay. So then he had a bunch of people, he picked a winner of the design, whatever it was, the most plausible one, and then he was going to I don't know how he was going to decide, but he he was between something like eight markets that he was going to do. And one of them was Orlando to Miami, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's and what we talked about. another one, yeah, the D.C. to New York or D.C. to Baltimore or something. And then there was a bunch out on the West Coast that were going somewhere, too. So I don't know how he was choosing which market, but... Well, I guess the NYC to D.C. is the one that is getting the green light from yeah. the government. And as Michael had mentioned, for years, Musk has been trying to revolutionize the way that we get around here on Earth. Not, I mean, he also is doing stuff with spaceships and he wants to colonize Mars. I mean, this (laughs) guy's doing a lot of stuff, but he's also focused on how we travel Mm -hmm. here on the ground. And now they're saying that this Hyperloop could really be a thing and it would cut the three and a half hour trip, four hours on average, to just a half hour. Yeah. So 30 minutes you could be from New York City to D.C. and vice versa. Yeah, that's what they were going to do for the Orlando one. It's about the same distance and it was going to be estimated at about 30 minutes, which would be so crazy. cool. Because then you could just commute. Yeah, but the description still, yeah, that would be insane. You could live in New York, but then work in D.C. Yeah, or vice versa, or vice whichever versa. one is cheaper. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. DC, cheaper, but not by much. Our sister Jeez. currently commutes how far every, every Two day? Two hours. Two hours to go to her internship. Her and her, her, and her friend Unbelievable. driving their car from upstate New York somewhere or whatever you call it. I don't know where it is. And then down to New York City, I guess. Yeah. She's in New Jersey. They oh, commute from New Jersey oh, to New York every okay. single day. Well, either way. So it takes them a whole heck of a long time. So they, they can use a Hyperloop right about yeah, now. They, they could definitely use the Hyperloop. And if you're like me, then you're probably sick of those annoying Flash updates on your computer, either saying that your Adobe Flash is outdated or that you have that the site that you're on is requiring you to install the latest version. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it won't even load at all yeah. if you just don't have the Adobe Flash on your computer. Well, Adobe, the software giant, announced plans this week to stop supporting and updating Flash Player by 2020. This according to a statement from the company today. Sites that use Flash will continue to work through 2020, but after that, they no longer support them, and they realize that it's just, uh, basically, it's not needed anymore. It's not a feature that's needed because everything is HTML, and there's other codes, I guess, that the software companies can use. Mm -hmm. So if you have it on your site, it's only going to work for three more years, and then it's going to be gone and yeah. i am very excited about that yeah i, I get that. Hate that i get that error all the time so for my work we use our our website that we use is called taleo and taleo uses flash to load everything every time something loads it's like flash it's is loading. so slow and it crashes non-stop yeah. but the next update for taleo and oracle is doing away they're going away from flash so everyone's like yay thank god well the company even knows it that the software is infam- infamous for slowing down browsers and of course it's a lot so of people slow. you get your computer infected i can't tell you how many times i'd go onto the free download quote unquote but yeah. it would end up being not the actual Adobe site. Next thing you know, you mm-hmm. your computer's crashing every two seconds. It's just bad news. It's so bad, by the way, that in 2009, Steve Jobs wrote this famous article 
called Thoughts on Flash. And he put all of the reason why Flash did not belong on the iPhone and how he would never install it yeah, onto Mac, the iPhone. I thought Macs don't have Flash or yeah. can't run it or something yeah. like that. So you can, I think now you can get a third party thing, just yeah. like with with your Mac, usually you don't have Microsoft Word on yeah. it and stuff, uh -huh. but you can get the additional plugins and you can pay for them. So I think you can do that, but it's still not on mine, which for that reason, some websites will not work. Yeah, and that's crazy. I'm not going to go. There used to be a bunch of stuff on, on iPhones. When I used to have an Android, I would send somebody something on an iPhone. They're like, what is this? It doesn't load. I'm just like, what do you mean? It loads perfectly on my phone, but they don't have flash on it. So it would never load. Yep. That's exactly why. Now, Google is saying, too, that only 17% of Chrome users visit sites that use Flash each and every day, whereas three years ago, 80% of them required to have the Flash well, player installed. Hopefully that number keeps going down because 17% of Chrome users is billions of people. So <laughs> <laughs> That's, That is true. That's a large amount when you really put it in the scheme of That's things. That's like the number but, one browser. I mean, you're not going to have a choice, though. In three yeah. years, huh? it's, they're not updating it. They're not supporting it. It's going to be gone. So Good. forewarning, if you have Flash on your website, or if it's a pain in the ass and you have to visit one for work all the time, just yep. know those days are numbered. You only got to put up with it for a few more years. In other New York news, an unusually aggressive, quote unquote, squirrel is on the loose in New York. Okay. Health department officials in New York are warning people about a potentially rabid and quote unquote unusually aggressive squirrel that has recently bitten five people in Prospect Park in Brooklyn. This terrifies me. I don't know if you know this. I do not mess with squirrels. I do not like them. They really? absolutely, yes, they terrify me. Why? I, I think that. It started from back in the day, I was on the playground mm -hmm. in preschool and I found a little baby squirrel and I picked the little squirrel up yep. and then all the other little kids came around me. I was so excited to sh share the squirrel with everybody. And then I got yelled at, like really yelled at oh. about, oh my gosh, this squirrel's mom isn't going to take it back now because you oh, touched yeah. it and the oils from your hands. And I was devastated thinking yeah. that I ruined the squirrel's life. You they had to call... The the department, the, like the wildlife uh -huh. department, to come pick up the squirrel and they put oh, it in this Jesus. cage. Okay. It was a traumatic. Bit of an overreaction, I think. By I'm the school, serious. But. In my mind, I'm sure as a what, four year old, it was a lot more uh like a lot scarier yeah. than it probably than it would was. Be now. Yeah, just rub some dirt on him. He'll be fine. Let him run. <laughs> no. <laughs> they were telling me all about how, oh my gosh, its mom is probably not going to take it back and yeah, all of this yeah. stuff. I, I ruined the squirrel's life, yeah, Michael. pretty much. Anyway, so I just never really messed with squirrels after that. Yeah. And now I'm kind of terrified of them. I don't <laughs> okay. like when they get too close to me. They really creep me out. I feel like everyone's always trying to get them to come even closer. Hold no. on, like a handful of peanuts yeah, see, or something that's at not the park. Me. It's, if I have any peanuts in my hand, I'm tossing them and <laughs> running away going, go squirrels, go, bye. True story too. When I first started dating my boyfriend, I was at the, their house, parked the car in the driveway, and went to walk up to the front door. I'm talking only 500 feet away okay. from where my car was parked to the front door. And as I was walking, I noticed parked far away. that there was a squirrel. Well, there were, he's got a lot of people. His brother <laughs> lives there. There was a bunch of people. So I was out at the end of the street. And... A squirrel started coming up to me. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, little buddy, like you're a little too close for comfort. I'm just going to keep walking. <laughs> and then I shark. noticed another one coming up to me. Uh -huh. 
And I thought I was going crazy. I felt like Ace Ventura, pet detective. Maybe you are. Maybe you're the squirrel whisperer. It may be. Started at a young age. And the next thing I know, there's three squirrels. Three squirrels, and they are very close to me. And I had flip-flops on. So I was not playing. I was say, what? Did you have like peanut butter smeared on your shoes no, or something? nothing. You have to let me. Mike, you got to let me finish the story. Right, so the story. I get to the front door. And at this point, the squirrels are basically on my feet. And mm-hmm. I'm freaking out. It's like... The, you know, the floor is lava. Yeah. That's me. I'm trying to just keep my feet off the ground, stay away from these squirrels. And my boyfriend opens up the front door and I'm like, there's there's squirrels, there's squirrels. And I ran into the house and closed the door and he goes, oh yeah, my mom feeds them. And sometimes they come in the house. (laughs) I had no idea. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I thought these squirrels were possessed. I just, I don't, I don't care for squirrels. I'm just trying to get some food. Ugh. But anyway, she the his mom does not feed the squirrels anymore. By the way, oh, that's good because they they crossed her. They Uh-oh. went in the backyard and started eating up her flowers and uh, stuff. Yeah, see, she probably wasn't giving them food, so they were yep. like, "Fine, we'll get yours." Exactly. And now she hates the squirrels. <laughs> she used to love them. Now she hates them. In New York, though, the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, they are urging anyone that has come under a squirrel attack since July 10th to seek treatment. What's crazy about it is that they're saying that since back in 1992, when they started the squirrel surveillance program, which is an actual thing, I guess. Okay. There were no known transmissions of rabies from squirrels to humans. That is back in 1992. Mm -hmm. And so this is the first time that they've had to issue a warning about what could potentially be a squirrel running rabid. All over the place and biting people in <laughs> well, Prospect Park, which I went to a wedding there. It's a really nice park. And now I'm just imagining this squirrel. Now they have zombie squirrels. They have zombie squirrels. Prospect Park also now has warning aggressive squirrel signs by the entrances with a little picture of the squirrel. No word on if it's an actual photo mm-hmm. of the squirrel that's running around biting people or just any other <laughs> squirrel because they all look exactly well. the same. But it is something that they are uh, letting people know about, saying don't feed wild animals and keep a safe distance, which you don't have to tell me twice. They need to put a sign up that says warning aggressive people when you (laughs) go to New York. In New York, just right when you get off the plane. That squirrel is the least of my problems. (laughs) Everybody else. Uh, That is a fact. (laughs) Malaysia has banned the song Despacito. What? Good thing I don't live there because I still get down to Despacito. I kind of wish they would ban it here, though, sometimes. What? I'll wake up in the morning and the very first thing that's in my head is that song. Like, I can't even put my feet on the floor and I'm just like humming Despacito, going to brush my teeth. Like, God, go away. Nope. It's an earworm and I've embraced it. Every time it's on the radio, still, I let it play. When I hear it in a social setting, it makes me much more happy than when it's stuck in my head at six in the morning. Well, yeah. Like I'm if sure I go over to a friend's house and all of a sudden they turn it on and then they turn it up, everyone gets all excited. That is fun. When it's three, four in the morning, you just wake <laughs> up and it's in your head. Not fun. Come on, move out in my direction. Yeah. There you go. Just get it stuck in your head no, now. No. Despacito is currently the most streamed song ever in the world, which would explain why it's in your head, Mike, all the time. Mm-hmm. Malaysia, though, they don't give an F because they've officially banned the song. The Muslim majority country has pulled the Daddy Yankee Justin Bieber track. 
saying that it goes against their beliefs, so their Muslim beliefs, and that the lyrics are too sexually suggestive. So any state-run television and radio stations, they are not allowed to play the song at all. Now, private companies, so privately owned radio stations can, but the country is urging them Hmm. to pull the song off the airwaves as well. My thought on it, though, is that we don't even know what the hell the song is saying. So why are they worried about the lyrics either? Well, because people started Googling it and you get all those versions of the robot voice, like Siri reading what the lyrics are as the song's going along. I heard haven't heard, no, I've never done really? that. No. Because it's like, despacito, and then Siri's like, slowly, and then it says more words and then no. it just narrates the whole thing in, in Siri's voice. I did not know you could do that. Yeah, I listened to the entire song just to try to figure and out And is what it really, it really saying. inappropriate? Um, it's, it's not good in English. So it sounds cool in Spanish, but in English, it's like, slowly, I want to whisper into your ear. Um, right. It just doesn't make sense because yeah, the it just doesn't, sentences it, are formed differently. Right. They, it just doesn't make much sense. But yeah. It's, but it's, it's fa- as far as being inappropriate. So our, no, I mean, our I would, niece, Ava, do you think it's inappropriate that she sings it? I mean, it's sexually suggestive, but it's not saying anything like real raunchy. It's, what song isn't? It's just the whole, the whole, most of it is just about like, Whispering and talking in their ear, biting on their ear and weird stuff like biting that. Biting on their ear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently they don't get down like that in Malaysia. And they're hoping they're hoping that the song gets banned everywhere. Uh, fun fact, the pop song has now been streamed 4.6 billion times across all platforms. Universal announced that last week, saying that it is now taken over the last record, which was Bieber's 2015 hit, Sorry, which was played 4.38 billion times. Bieber's on Bieber's. Yep, Bieber's on Bieber's, followed by Ed Sheeran. He was third place, Shape of You, streamed 4.07 billion times since its release in 2017. That's crazy. Since 2017? So it seems like Ed Sheeran's Shape of You is going to beat out Sorry from 2015 at the rate it's going now. But it's never catching Despacito, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's definitely not going to touch that record. There's a sandwich shop. Do you know what Dats is? Dats, the sandwich shop? Yes, in Tampa. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. there's this really good sandwich shop. They posted on their Facebook today, and it said, uh, because we can't get the song out of our head, they put Dats Pasito on their sign. Well, I have some more Dats Pasito news. There is now a version of the song that is entirely made up of Donald Trump's auto-tuned clips. Mm -hmm. You know, much like what they used to do with President Obama. Yeah. They would take little clips from all of his speeches and then they'd put it to popular songs like, sorry, Justin Bieber. Only now it's Despacito and it's so good. Coming over in my direction. So thankful for that, it's such a blessing I'll turn every situation into heaven Yeah, oh, you are my sunrise on the darkest day <laughs> Got me feeling some kind of way Make me want to savor every moment Slowly, slowly You fit me, tailor me, love how you put it on it's just proof that auto tune can make yeah. anyone sound good. Where? I just love that he's speaking Spanish. It's just so comical. Just look yeah. for a for the, 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 for
Just because I like the song, I could honestly listen to the whole entire thing, but I won't put Michael through that again. I did listen to the whole thing. When I first heard the Trump version of it, I because I was like first thing in the morning, I was scrolling through my phone and saw it before I even got out of bed and I clicked play and listened to it like <laughs> twice through. I thought it was so funny. It is. It's so good. Yeah. Kudos to whoever took the time to do that. That oh is God. a lot of freaking work. And it's video clips too. So it's not just audio. So somebody had to sit there and splice these videos, especially when you start speaking Spanish. I can't they imagine. They take fractions of words that he says. And then just piece it together. them all together. And then this is the version I was talking about. I thought it was Siri, but it's Google Translate. And without any trouble. Slowly. I want to breathe your neck slowly. Let me tell you things in my ear. <laughs> so that you remember if you're not with me. Slowly. I want to undress you slowly. Sign on the walls of your labyrinth. Your okay. labyrinth? Make what? your whole body a manuscript. I want to see your hair dance and I want to be your rhythm. So if you want to hear the whole version of that, you can Google Despacito Google Translate and then the video will show up. Oh, cool. There you go. In case you want to listen to it in its entirety. Michael, you know how I love to support a good Kickstarter or GoFundMe campaign? Yes. Okay. So that's why I thought this would be fun. To quiz you... And I'm, I've got eight Kickstarter campaigns, and I want you to guess if they are actual Kickstarter campaigns that mm -hmm. reached their goal. Okay? okay, that is the key. They had to reach their goal, or if they did not reach their goal, or they're totally fake. Okay. Okay. Numero uno, poop the game. It's a card game, and <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Is it an actual Kickstarter campaign, or did I just make it up? Poop the card game? Poop the game is what it's called. Poop the game. Mm -hmm. Um, That seems... Poop, poop the game. Too ridiculous to not be real. So I want to guess that is real. And that they have not met their goal. <laughs> oh, okay. It is real. All right. And in fact, they have met their goal. Oh, wait. You got to tell 11, me what the goal is. $11,000. Okay. That's not that high. It's pretty high, though. Well, the game is currently sold out at Target because after getting fully funded on their Kickstarter campaign, uh -huh. they were able to raise enough to make the card game right. an actual thing. And then they got Target to pick it up. And now it's sold out. Poop the game. I feel like Target's really been hitting on all the board games lately. They were the ones that had, um, what the heck is it? Cards Against Humanity? Wasn't it Target that yeah, had Yeah, they were one of the first ones to pick yeah, it up outside of Amazon. Yeah, it was always freaking sold out. Yep. Oh, I and remember then, that Christmas trying to go so many times to get it. There was another game recently, too, that Target was the main carrier of, and they always sold out. Well, they have a huge game section. Yeah. Have you gone in there uh -huh. lately? Yeah, now they have Cards Against Humanity. They'll have it on the end cap, and it'll be from your feet to your head of all the different boxes. Yep, and stuff you can like pick that. up all the replacement yeah. box sets. Number two, the potato salad guy. Did this guy reach his goal over $50,000? Potato salad? Mm-hmm. $50,000 for potato salad. Yep. A man by the name of Zach Danger Brown. And he is asking people <laughs> for a whole lot of money for his Kickstarter campaign so he could make potato salad. Um, this one I'm going to go with no because there's no way to taste the potato salad and so you can't describe it like you would a game or make a cool video to make you understand it. So I'm going to say that he knew. Um, and that it is probably real, but it's not. He didn't get his goal. Okay, well, 
That's why I put this in, because I thought there's no way in hell that this dude, Zach Danger Brown, reached his campaign goal of over $50,000 for potato salad, because like you said, no one can taste it. How the heck are you going to invest in that? Well, it's real. And he did. He raised $55,000, some of which ended up going to charity because you don't need that much money to make some potato salad. But now it is an actual thing, and he's known as the potato salad guy, and he sells his potato salad. Did he make a donation to himself for 50 grand and just raise five? No, no. People donated to this cause. I'm bad at this game. The potato salad guy. Number three, the yoga goat app. Because if you can't get to real goat yoga, you should be able to do it virtually. Is this a real campaign? We talked about um, goat yoga yeah. last week on the podcast, real or fake. I could see someone trying to capitalize on it. I don't know how it would even be possible. I'm going to say fake and didn't get it. Fake and didn't get it. I made yeah, it up. Yeah, nice. Good job. Good job. Number four, pirate pancake griddle. This one obviously had to include because Mm -hmm. Michael's all about his griddle. I bought him one for Christmas. Mm -hmm. I got Molly a waffle maker. There's a whole theme going on over here. Well, you guys are always cooking. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, it was a good gift. Uh She likes to bake and I like to cook. So yeah. And you guys are breakfast people, which ooh, I am down for some, I am ready for her to break in the waffle maker. Yeah. We used it once. You already did? Yep. And I didn't realize you had to load it up with non-cooking spray. No. So I just used the first. Oh, the no. first one was an absolute disaster. <laughs> and then I spent 45 minutes cleaning it out. And then I went to the store, bought some Pam, and then they worked like a charm. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. All right. Note to self, if I get myself a waffle maker, yes, I need to Pam, get some Pam. 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 Pirate pancake griddle, though. Do you think that this is real? It will imprint your pancakes with skulls and crossbones. And do you think that it reached its goal if it's real? What's the goal? Uh, a little over $10,000. I'm going to say that it is real and they didn't get their goal. Because I kind of want it, but I wouldn't donate to it. Really? You would want that? <laughs> Why the hell would you want this? I don't know. I would never use it. It'd be something that mom would buy me and then it would this just sit under the cabinet. And <laughs> never. This is such crap. Unless you're having a pirate, pirate pancake party for well, your kid. I can't imagine a case where you really you need... Are you kidding me? I would use it all the time. <laughs> okay. Uh, unfortunately, it is real. Yes. And it raised almost $19,000. Holy crap. Yep. Yeah, well... Gosh, people just have some spare money to throw around, apparently. Yeah, no kidding. There's just a lot of parents out there that had pirate-themed birthdays. I'm like, God dang we it. We need this. Yeah. If I don't get this, Jimmy's going to lose his shiz. <laughs> Number five, meat soap. Soap that smells like meat. So it's well, exactly like all, what it sounds that's like. That's disgusting. It probably is real because people are weird. Um, uh, <laughs> hopefully, it didn't get its goal. I'm going to say it's real and didn't get its goal. <laughs> It is real. Oh, God. I'm not sure what the goal was, but it raised over $2,000 in 2011. And now they have various scents (laughs) and are thriving on Etsy. Oh, God. They've introduced other smells as well. They just mail you a meatball. Bacon candles. See, the bacon candles, that is a thing. Somebody was on Shark Tank with weird smelling candles like that, like man candles. And they smelled like leather and meat and oh why would you want anything that smells like that i don't know i don't want my skin to smell like it that's for sure no i definitely don't want meat soap if anything (laughs) i would want soap so i don't smell like yeah when i I just don't get it i use the grill and as soon as i come back in my skin 
just smells like a grill, which I mean, it smells good, but you don't want it on your skin. No, it was like when we went to Hibachi for Molly's birthday. Yes. Oh, when we God. left, it was definitely known that we were at Hibachi. Yeah, that your clothes evening. just everything reek. reeks of it. Number six, emoji dick. Once again, exactly what it sounds like. Moby Dick, the book. Mm-hmm. But then you translate it into nothing but emojis. The so whole it's called, thing? yeah, the whole book. So it's called Emoji Dick. Mm-hmm. Real or fake? <laughs> they call me, what, how does that book start? What's the first word? They call me, what is it? I don't know. I've never read the book. Oh, come on. They call me Ishmael. That's how it starts, I think. They call me Ishmael. That's the first sentence. Um, Real no goal. Real no goal. The book got funded 100% of their goal. Jesus, come and on. It's now a legit thing that you can buy, place on your coffee table, mm-hmm. put in your bathroom if you want. See you that? Know, I, that okay. In case I you could, want a good read, emoji dick. I could see that being a <laughs> good so bathroom. Ga- not a gag gift. They're not really gag gifts. People that have those weird books in their bathroom yeah. that are kind of funny, but you would never seriously want it, but they're very practical in the bathroom for some reason. I can see that being there. I don't have books in my bathroom. No, neither do I. Yeah. I want people to get in and get out. I don't need <laughs> to have you posted up in my bathroom for an extended period of time. That's what phones are for. True. True that. Number seven, someone asked for funding to drop a baby grand piano from 70 feet in the air mm. onto a tower of champagne glasses. Oh, I kind of want to see that. Wouldn't fund it. Um, what do you? Can you tell me what the goal was? The goal was $2,000. Oh, they got it. They, they t- got it. Yeah. $2,300. And the piano drop happened back in 2012. I hope it was filmed by the slow-mo guys on YouTube. I think that's <gasps> what their actual name is, the slow-mo guys or slow-mo oh, guys. Oh, yeah. See, that would be awesome. I don't know. I'd have to go back and see, but it, they probably don't need it happened in 2012. Their, their videos get baller amounts of plays, so they probably make bank. How about this one? Number eight. Okay. Detroit Robocop, a nonprofit company, has now decided that Detroit needed an actual statue of Robocop in their city, oh my God. which is why they started a Kickstarter to pay for one. Is this real or fake? The city... Started the Kickstarter? A nonprofit company in the oh. city of Detroit. Um, I'm going to, it's probably real, but I'm going to say fake just because I haven't said fake in a while. It's real. God and they it. raised over $60,000 in funding. Well, it's not that surprising. Philly has statues of Rocky. So it's kind of a similar thing. In Detroit, Although I guess I Robocop. Didn't, I didn't know Robocop was in Detroit. I guess so. That's where it was filmed. Yeah, I mean, something. I mean, that has to be the reason. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Robocop since Robocop came <laughs> right, out. So exactly. I'm not really I, uh, sure. Wasn't really honed in on the location. They got the molds made, though, last year for the statue. So they raised the $60,000 in funding. The molds are now completed, but they've yet to unveil the statue itself. But it is happening. See, I need to go into the statue business. They charge absurd amount of money for statues. I could make this statue for less than 60 grand, I feel like. Well, you got to get the artist and then you got to get the mold. It's right. a lot of work, Mike. Well, I feel like it's someone's making some cash here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's definitely a come up in the statue yeah. gate. Like they're definitely making money. But a RoboCop statue, I'm sure a lot goes into that. I guess so. $60,000 though? Damn. Is it bronze? Like do they say if it's bronze? Because everyone gets the Rocky Ooh. is a bronze statue, but RoboCop is made of 
metal and he's got all that's sorts a good of question i think it's all i know is i think it's metal so i don't i don't think yeah. it's a bronze statue hmm. the bronze would make sense unless it was a silver statue mm, i don't know no details let's have to find out yep i cannot wait by the way for that update the day that someone sends me the actual article <laughs> of the detroit robocop being unveiled if you noticed by the way Seven out of those eight, eight mm-hmm. of that I gave you were real yeah. and all met their goals. I just I, had to throw in the Yoga Goat app for fun. Yeah. Jeez. Well, see, that wouldn't even be that surprising if someone tried to capitalize on Yoga Yoga Goat. Give it a week. Maybe yep. it'll be a real thing. You just gave someone a good idea. Yep. Time to recap this week's episode of The Bachelorette. Michael, did you watch last night? I did. Oh, you I did. I was misinformed that it was the season finale. So Molly, wait, who said it was the season finale? Molly did. From like the start of the morning, Bachelor or no, even the day before, two days before, she's like, season finale Bachelor, we have to watch it live. And I was like, I'm not watching it live. I'll DVR it. And when an hour has passed, then we can start it because it's a two hour show. Right. So I want to fast forward through all the nonsense. But we had discussed that it was the fantasy suite, remember? I know, but I didn't she said it was going to end so i believed her okay. this is my first go around with moral the whole of the deal. story always believe what your girlfriend says <laughs> she's always right yeah um so i didn't know there was more stuff it turns out okay spoiler alert there's two more friggin' weeks left yes. not just one and yeah there's two more weeks and there's it's the men tell all next and, week yeah and then the actual finale yes and then there is also something that i was told to record that is called after, after the final rose or something yeah. yeah after the final rose that is after the season finale and in that's two weeks. where they tell who the next bachelor is going to be or batch it would be the bachelor revealed yes. on this one bachelor would be next yeah. so yep. i did watch it i was i was watching under false hopes that it was the season finale there was going to be a lot going on there was not <laughs> it was a lot slower than you had anticipated yeah, this do was... you still feel the same way that you did last week because we got some tweets about this. Yeah. Recap everyone as to who you're rooting for, who you think she's going to pick. So I I think she's going to pick, well, I thought she was going to pick the guy, Eric. Mm-hmm. And then Peter was just going to be the next left, bachelor. Or or no, I said the young, or yeah, or the young guy was going to be, yeah, Dean was going to be the next bachelor and Peter was just going to, mosey on down the street because he because he won't say i love you yeah he, he's not down to get married he realized he doesn't believe in this whole process that you can't fall in love with someone in a month so then how could he be the next bachelor if he doesn't even believe in what's Ooh. going on in the show so that's Ooh, why i don't think way he's to read be, between the lines yeah that's why i don't think he would be it even though i think he would be the most likely should be the most likely candidate like he should be it but i don't think he will be and now i think i'm flipped to he might win it I think he snuck in there. You think Peter's going to win? Yeah. Even though he will not. And mm-hmm. they kind of left it on a cliffhanger yeah. this week. Rachel and Peter were in a one-on-one before the fantasy suite. Mm-hmm. And they could not come to an agreement on, hey, in a little under two weeks, we could be engaged. And he was just saying, you know what? I don't think I can do that. Yeah. I want to start dating you. And he asked the mom's permission to start then dating Rachel. Yeah, to continue dating her. Continue <laughs> dating her, right, <laughs> instead of proposing. And But the mom was like, I respect that. She's like, that I approve of. Because yeah. the other people were coming in there like, can I marry your daughter? She's like, nah, playa. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she said yes, but you could tell on her face she's like, no. 
That's how this I felt d- with Eric when she gave permission with Eric. She goes, you know, it's up to my daughter. She's a smart woman. Whatever she yeah. decides, I support. But I wanted to go, you can support your daughter all you want, but you can also say, hell to the no. Yeah. Something about you seems fishy. Well, that's what they did to Brian with the Y. Which, as they should, I'm so glad they sniffed him out like the little fish he is. They Ooh. totally busted him. And they put a nice little splice clip in there where everyone was grilling him and he couldn't come up with his little slick answer. And then all of a sudden he's just like, um, can I be excused? Can I be excused? And yes. gets up out of the table and walks away. I hope it actually went down in that order, how they made it seem. And it wasn't just split in there because they were they were onto his nonsense. Because they could tell, they ask him a question yep. and he doesn't answer it. They'll be like, what do you, what makes you, uh, or what does my daughter make better about you like what what does she bring out of you that you really enjoy and he's just like i just really love your family it's like what and then the girl yeah constance that's not what i asked the sister constance she was the one who said that she goes okay i'm sorry i just gotta say it you've (laughs) known me for less than two hours what do you mean you love the family i was all about her sister last night and even the sister spoke out i feel like more than the mom the mom was just trying to be supportive of the daughter but the I sister was not having it. Constance, she oh, was not playing with, with him. I it was loved so her. Funny. I was yelling at my TV. Yes, Constance. Yes. Yeah. Because she would ask him questions and he, of course, had his little stupid. I just aspire to be like this family. Blah, blah, oh, blah. He's like, so dude. annoying. But can we talk about Rachel's house real quick? Damn, she's yeah. got a big ass house. Yeah, she's got a huge house. I didn't know she was balling like that. I mean, it's not her house. It's her parents' house. Right. But her dad's a judge and her mom is a something or other. Well, anesthesiologist or something. Yeah, they got some money in yeah. that family. It is an Dang. educated, dude. It's a freaking mansion. Family. It looks like a castle. It really. It's was. made of stone. I was like, wait a second. Did they already fly to Spain? Where are we? Oh, we're in Dallas, Texas. Right. It's just Rachel's house. I didn't my get bad. it. That's why I was like, Molly, where are they meeting them at? <laughs> She's like, that's her house. I was like, whose house? <laughs> Rachel's house. I'm like, what? Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. Well, that would be intimidating see, for that, me if I was a guy walking into that. I'd uh, go, okay, nothing to live up to here. Jeez. That's why uh, Peter, when he was walking up, hadn't told her anything yet. He's like, I don't really, not, not ready to move forward. But then he saw that house and was like, I'm falling in love with you <laughs> before he even walked <laughs> okay. in the door. That happened. I'm just saying. That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. He's like, nah, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm down for this lifestyle. <laughs> exactly. That's what happened. I'm not really feeling, yes, I am. <laughs> Wait, this is your mansion? Okay, I'm mm-hmm. down. So. I believe I believe in a thing called love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to propose at the end of this thing. Yep. Absolutely. But Peter went in and met the family and really snuck his way in there. Everybody loved him because they were like, love Peter. he's they a real Derek human. Too, though. I don't think they did. You didn't think so? No. I don't think they like warmed it. Even because the mom and the sister were like, uh, the, their chemistry, the way she's looking at him and the way they interact with each other isn't the same as when Peter was here. Oh, yeah, that And is they said true. the same thing when that other guy was there, Brian. They were like, nope, not the same as Peter. Can we all just take a moment to recognize what is going on here? My bro host is part of the Bachelor Nation, people. He has come to the dark side. He doesn't want to admit it, but he will randomly send Molly and myself group messages on Instagram that have to do with The Bachelorette. And in, in just in conversation, he'll compare things to The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I'm just so proud, Mike. Well, you know, I take my ga- I didn't even have to use my game notes today. I have my little game notes here, and I didn't even have to use them. I oh. remembered all three people's names. <laughs> 
that really is the hardest part because remember we did talk about that several episodes ago and you wouldn't ref- you refused to refer to any of them by mm-hmm. names because you said I'm not investing any of these. <laughs> if Rachel is not going to invest in uh-huh. relationships with these guys, then I'm not going to invest and get to know them and learn their names. They all get Forget weird it. nicknames is how the whole thing goes down. Eric Molly calls Alien Boy. That's <laughs> Because she says he, he looks like an alien the way he looks at everybody. Oh, because so he that, does the thing where, and where he, he looks it. down and, and he looks up his eyes. So he just, it, it makes his head look like it's weird shape. So I'm always like, alien boy, alien he boy. Did, he did that on this episode yeah. too. He was talking to the mom and he was looking down, which I'm sure it's just an uncomfortable yeah. habit that he has when he's in, in an uncomfortable situation. He just yep. puts his head down, but then he looks his eyes up, but it does look creepy. Yeah. She calls him alien boy. Yeah, well, alien boy. Nice. Every time she sees him on the screen, alien boy. Do I even want to know the other two names? (laughs) Um, I don't think the other ones have any names. Every time the guy, Brian, like he'll say something and then Molly will be like, he sure does have a nice face. I'm just like, all right. That's all she says. That's all she ever says. He has a nice face. I'm just like, okay, get real. I was like. And then Peter, she just goes, oh, he's so cute. He (laughs) is. That's that's what I say too. And Brian goes, really? Really? Like every time Peter comes (laughs) on, I go, what? He's so cute. That's what Molly does. He's so cute. Alien boy. <laughs> and he has a nice face. He does have a nice face, but he's full of crap. Yeah. I was live tweeting it and I was following along with what people on Twitter were saying. And somebody posted a split screen of Brian with a Y yep. and Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. And it was so good. It was some guy said, my dad just compared Brian to Gaston and I'm wheezing. Like I can't, can't even breathe. And yeah, I, I was... That. Cracking up. They look so much alike. And they're equally as douchey as one another. (laughs) When The Bachelorette returns, by the way, we had mentioned it is going to be the men tell all. The special whole bunch of drama is going to go down. That's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ABC. And I do have some Bachelor in Paradise spoiler news. So fast forward 10 seconds if you don't want to hear it. But Amanda Stanton and Robbie Hayes apparently found some love because they were spotted together holding hands this week. E! News posted it up on their Instagram and they're saying, listen, we're not spoiling the Bachelor in Paradise. Amanda Stanton and Robbie Hayes are. They obviously hit it off, Bachelor in Paradise. Guess so. I hope this new can. Do they ever get in fights on the guy tell all thing? Oh yeah. Oh for sure. So Kenny and the broke down Matthew McConaughey wannabe, those two are going to beat each other up. Yes. And I hope that actually happens because I want to see that guy just get destroyed. (laughs) All right. Well, you're going to have to tune in next week to the Men Tell All on ABC. Entertainment and celebrity news is next. And of course, we have to talk about Justin Bieber canceling his tour. But don't forget that if you have any shopping you need to get done, you can do it through that Amazon link on MelanieMinot.com. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. You'll see the little banner there. Click it. Do your shopping through that ad, and it helps support this podcast. I've been eyeing the carbonated bubble mask, too. I know Molly has as mm-hmm. well. I really want this thing. I so, by the way, it. she did. She bought a bubble mask. Is that the same thing? Yeah. She just called it the bubble mask. But did it bubble up on her face? Does it look know. as cool as it she does in those videos? She doesn't use it yet. She's waiting for me to uh, say that she can use it on me. Okay. Yeah, of course. She wants to do like a spa day. But yes. I have, every time she's like, you want to do the bubble mask? I'm like, no. I <laughs> Go love away. doing that to Brian. I'm like, hey, you want to do a mask with me so I don't look like a little murderer by myself? Yeah, last Every time once in a while, he'll be down. She, she kind of no. ruined it. Because the first time she was like, let's have a spa day. And she 
did this whole deal to my face, rubbed all this cream on it. You look like Alien Boy. Alien Boy. <laughs> but she made me, uh, she microwaved or boiled water on the stove, Uh-oh. put it in a oh, no. bowl, put a towel <laughs> over my head and made me stick my face down by the bowl. I thought I was going to die. Yeah, I'm not no, kidding. I, it, it was, was like, aromatherapy. She was trying she to was trying open to like, your pores. Right. But yes. it was steaming so much, it was like being waterboarded. <laughs> you were it was literally, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> she's like, keep your head in there. And she's like holding my freaking head over this bowl. I literally thought I was going to die. Uh, so, never Bobby. again. Never again. Your spot ache consisted of waterboarding. Yes. It was miserable. So now, anytime she's like, oh, this will be fun, I'm like, no. <laughs> be so much fun yeah no thanks okay well i'm not sure that i want to do the carbonated bubble mask with molly then that kind of scares me well just don't let her open your pores with the freaking steam (laughs) the pot of steam Uh, a for effort but i was going to say that that's my next thing i've been eyeing on amazon so i'm going to use that link and go and get the carbonated bubble mask which by the way if you've tried it let me know tweet melanie m does it work is it really cool do you have to open your pores suffocate yourself before (laughs) you use it let me know tweet melanie m Entertainment news time, and the rich just keep on getting richer. According to ESPN, LeBron James's $1 million investment in a pizza shop called Blaze Pizza is now worth $25 million. That's not surprising. Oh, my gosh. Everything he tur- he touches turns yeah. to gold, right? Yep, yep, yep. This is crazy. And I his guess, show is on TV now, The Wall or whatever. That's his. It's, he exactly produced that. I was reading that in the article. They were saying yeah. that he has his own entertainment company, yep. so he makes tons of money. It's Spring Hill Entertainment and Uninterrupted. So he's got two production companies. He also invested in Beats by Dre as well. And they're saying that this Blaze Pizza, after its initial round of funding, it's already his investment's already gone to $25 million, but they're saying it could grow as much as $15 million more thanks to some endorsement payments Dang, well, that the pizza awesome. company is going to get. I mean, I don't... So it just it's crazy because he doesn't even put his name on that. It's not no. Blaze Pizza by LeBron James. It's just a pizza shop that apparently is balling out, and he's just and got he his hand behind invest. it. So it just yep. makes sense because he's all anything that's killing it right now. I feel like LeBron is a part of. Warren Buffett applauded LeBron James mm-hmm. and his investment skills, saying that the companies that he owns, including his own media companies, crazy, they're just doing so well. Warren Buffett said, quote, he's savvy. He's smart about financial matters. It's amazing to me the maturity that he exhibits. His net worth, I Googled it, by the way, $275 million as of 2016. Yeah, and that is about to skyrocket because the NBA contracts have gone just bonkers Bonkers, crazy. setting all sorts of records. Yeah, Yeah, so even your most average player that you don't even know his name on the team is making like 20 million dollars a year so players like lebron are making far more than that now so just over the next couple years as long as he stays playing basketball he's going to be doubling tripling that Uh, well good for him jeez i mean very smart investment moves on his part can't hate on the heels of china banning bieber from performing in the country due to concerns of his past behavior and malaysia Banning mm-hmm. Despacito, Justin Bieber announced today that he is canceling the remaining dates of his Purpose World Tour. There were 14 dates remaining, and of course, Bieber's or Beliebers are now in mourning and are freaking out all mm-hmm. over the internet. Probably because they didn't know how to sing Despacito. <laughs> that is not He's why. He's like, I gotta cancel this tour until I figure this out. <laughs> 
that is that is not why. According to TMZ, he has rededicated his life to Christ. Oh, and get real. he is now super connected with the Hillsong Church. And that's why out of the blue, or it's so it seems out of the blue, he has decided to cancel the remainder of his tour. And now he is going to seek religious enlightenment. He's saying, Justin Bieber is saying that it's canceled due to exhaustion and not because of, you know, him devoting his life to Christ. But that's what TMZ is saying. They're saying they're also, they've spotted him several times with the Hillsong pastor, Carl Lentz, over the last few months. And they've been going to church events together and hanging out. And that's why the tour has been canceled. I feel like that's not accurate information. What do you think it is? I mean, every person that canceled a tour because they say exhaustion, it's always something else. Something's going down. It's not, he's not just, just tired. Making, I feel like he's probably just making really poor life decisions. Right. And so that's what I'm saying. probably is exhausted from doing drugs and partying right. too he's much. He's spiraling out of control. That's exactly. what's happening. He's not tired. He's not just like, oh, I'm a little tired. Been dancing too much. No. No. He's, uh, he's a little bit burned out. Well, I'm sure more details are going to come out because the announcement was just made today, but TMZ is saying that he is no longer about that life mm-hmm. and he's he had to cancel because he wants to refocus his life. Well, hopefully he does. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about it. Good for him. John Mayer weighed in on it too, randomly on Twitter. John Mayer, he's super active on Twitter. And he said, good for him. People need to applaud him because oftentimes people will just push themselves even further. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have people taking their lives, people getting way too far into drugs. So John Mayer saying, listen, whatever it is he's going through, yeah. he obviously needs to cancel his tour. Yeah. Shave I mean, your head, attack a, a Land Rover with a umbrella, that kind of stuff. You know what? We don't talk about Leave Britney. Britney alone. Leave Britney alone is right. <laughs> Big news. One of the biggest headlines of the week was OJ Simpson was granted parole the same O.J. Simpson, who was famously acquitted for murder, murdering his ex-wife mm-hmm. and her friend back in the 90s, he's soon going to be out of prison. He's been in prison for several years now. Ten, I think. Nine or ten. I think nine years. It was back in 2007 that he had that incident mm-hmm. where he went to steal his own memorabilia. Yeah. He said that it was family memorabilia and personal items. Yeah, and he was he told to his Heisman Trophy, a couple other his... NFL awards, college awards were all at this house. So he went to go steal it back because it was stolen from him. Well, he's now 70 years old and apparently he's been on good behavior and he could be out of his cell as early as October. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, I was watching that on, uh, had it had it on TV uh, the other day when it was going down because I just wanted to see like, how is this going to happen? I wanted to hear him talk. Everybody was watching it. Yeah. I found it so disturbing. I can't watch him. It, it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Every time he talks, I just get so skeeved out. Mm-hmm. And then the way he kind of had those outbursts, did you did you watch very much of it? Um, I yeah, I, I didn't I didn't see him speak. I saw the part basically right after he spoke first, and then everyone else talked after him. That's when I started watching. He kind of got angry at this one point, and he said something about you know I don't have an angry past or something like that. Oh yeah, and I'm like I, I wait a second, what? You allegedly murdered your wife and her maybe well, allegedly lover or friend. Yeah. So that's what they were saying, you know, how it, I think that was one of the parole questions kind of, you know, how are you going to transfer back into society and be a functional person or whatever? And he's like, well, I don't have an angry past. So that part was so crazy. He's like, I'm me. not, I'm not going to get in trouble. And they're like, well, hmm. 
Maybe he shouldn't have said History that. History says otherwise. But he says he's just going to go uh, play golf and hang out with his family, and that's his his deal for the rest of his life. All right. What he wants well, to do. Uh, I just it's it's just unbelievable to me that he is still getting out of jail. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, he is addicted to fame. He's one of those people. Before, after he got off on the murder deals, he went and was like raging in Miami, clubbing every single night, doing all this stuff. That's how he got caught up with these people and got back in jail again. Right. So because he's just addicted to the spotlight and always wants to be seen doing things and be out. And so. And don't you think those ty- those types of criminals and those types of people that like that fame, they're just going to find themselves in the same situation yeah, that's again. What I'm saying. And so they give told it a couple him, years and he'll be back. They told him like zero tolerance. You, he's not. I don't know how you're going to gauge this, but he's not allowed to excessively drink alcohol, which how do you, I don't know what is excessive versus right. not, but that's like one of the stipulations of his parole, I think, is that he can't excessively drink and do all this stuff. So oh, if he falls gosh. back into that rage life. I mean, he was doing that when he was 60 years old. He's 70 now. Is he still going to do that? It's going to be weird seeing a seven-year-old dude up in the club. Yeah, it <laughs> remains. Bottles. Yeah, and then it's like, is that OJ? Yeah. Can we go to a different club? I don't know if I take a picture with him or run away. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would run away. I do not want a picture. No way. It is time for our follow of the day. And today it is going to Stephanie Menzies, M-E-N-Z-I-E-S on Facebook. Just your regular old mom, except that she's got an adorable five-year-old named Evie Mitchell, who absolutely loves watching American makeup artists do tutorials on YouTube. Okay. The mom says that she could just watch them forever, so mm-hmm. much so that she's even got a fake American accent, and she'll <laughs> borrow her mom's phone and record herself doing makeup tutorials, even though she's five years old and she doesn't wear makeup. Well, getting ahead of the curve. I like it. Good she job, is. Kid. She has now uploaded her first tutorial to Facebook mm-hmm. on her mom's Facebook page, yeah. Stephanie Menzies, M-E-N-Z-I-E-S. You can go. It's a most of the profile is private, but the makeup tutorial and now another video are public. And it wasn't even viral when I found this story today, mm-hmm. but it's definitely headed that way. It had 13,000 shares or something. Yeah. And it is absolutely adorable. Just listen to little Evie Mitchell from Belshill, Scotland, imitate American makeup artists. Makeup video. And also, I have been have been waiting to do this for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. She's five years old. I just got years pierced, but I didn't want to do it, so I am going to show you guys. So if you wanna, if you wanna watch this video, comment down below. Okay. Comment down below. Ready? Start. It but starts. First off, I'm putting on my foundation. Just one little dot there, and then. It is the cutest thing. She goes on and on, and she Um, is clearly emulating what she sees in the videos. So it's linked down below and comment down below and make sure to subscribe. It is so (laughs) adorable and definitely worth a watch and a share. Stephanie Menzies on Facebook. If you have a heart-happy story that you'd like to share with the show, so a story that is just going to make you feel good, some uplifting news, you can always email it to me, melanie at melaniemineau.com. I struggled to find a really good one this week, so if you guys ever have them, you can tweet them to me too. Tweet Melanie M. You can tweet them at my brother, at Michael Glazner, 
or like I said, email them, melanie at melanieminot.com. That is the same email, by the way, that you are going to want to screenshot those funny memes Mm -hmm. and send them to me. Okay. Because remember we talked about it last week about how the buddy was a really good guy and he screenshotted a bunch of really funny memes that his friend who was in boot camp was going to miss out on. Yeah. And, and I was printed them out and mailed, physically mailed them to him. Physically mailed it right. to his friend. And I thought, man, I need to get a peel box, mm-hmm. a PO box, and then have people send me the memes. Yeah. Okay. Well, why didn't I think of it? Duh. Just screenshot them and then email them to me, Melanie at Melanie Minot, and then at melaniemino.com rather. And I will print them out myself and I want to compile a whole bunch of the memes and then send them overseas to the troops. Yeah, that's a good idea. You use your apartment printer. Don't even gotta, people don't even gotta have a printer. Exactly. I don't have a printer, so I would struggle (laughs) with this task. But you can have fun doing it and ask your friends, family to get in on it too. Tell them Mm -hmm. to send their favorite memes to either me or to you and you can forward them over to me. Either way, let's get a bunch of really funny memes for the troops and send them overseas. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. You can follow my bro host on his social media accounts. At Michael Glazener on everything. And you can follow me on Snapchat and Instagram, Melanie Minot, Twitter, Tweet, Melanie M, and Facebook, It's Official Mel. Thanks so much and have a fabulous week. Bye. Bye. She got the word on the street, be caterers on the beat. Gossip so juice, I'm on the edge of my seat. Run the worldwide news, anything you want to know. Now tuned in to the Melanie Minot show. Sorry, gotta go, go. Sorry, gotta go, go. Say bye-bye. It's the Melanie Minot Show. Follow her on Insta and Melanie Minot. Hit her with a D. And none for Gretchen Wieners.